Lamborghini pouring from the sky. Let's get rich. What? The Gigi Vaz and Sugar Dimes can't quit. What? Now pop the cork and Stina Vega and get lit. What? This is it. What? This is it. What? Lucini pouring from the sky. Let's get rich. What? The Gigi Vaz and Sugar Dimes can't quit. What? Yep, yep. Yo, what's going on, man? Not much, not much. How you doing? Oh man, I'm doing good, man. It's it's early, but I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you, I feel you. I know, man. Thanks, thanks, thanks for waking up early for me. Oh, same okay. here, man. Same here, man. Anything I could do, that's that's all good. Um, you know, before we start, you know, getting into the show, man. I mean, um, you know, things have been going good. It's been it's been a, a good week. A lot of stuff's been happening out there. But I saw this thing last night that I really could not believe. Um, you know, you know, on the chat, um, I don't know who it was. I think it was one of our, um, but they posted the that Golden State got blown out by like damn near sixty points last night. Oh yeah, <clears throat> crazy. Oh, man, I mean, by the Toronto Raptors, um, I'm looking right now, the score was 130 to 77. Yeah, that's ridiculous, like, man. That could, we could have been out there for that. <laughs> yeah, that's for real. I mean, they they could have. That's 53 points, man. That's 53 points. Yo, they they, they seriously, they could have picked uh, you and me. We could have got three other guys. <laughs> And we could have went out there and, and scored a couple of buckets, man. I was like, yo, what I know, the hell? for real. Yeah, that's ridiculous, yo. They need to cut. Nobody should get paid for that game. Golden State. <laughs> just to just dock. Everybody, everybody's paid guy get docked for that, yo. I'm like, nah, I bro. know. I know, man. It's terrible. And looking at this one score in the third quarter, they uh Toronto scored 46 points. Golden State only scored 14 points, yo. I just like, damn. That's just yo. that's that's terrible, yo. Yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> yo, Steph, oh uh, Steph, oh, I just pulled out, yeah, Steph ain't playing. I was like, yo, I know Steph had to be sick. Either way, though, it don't play. matter if your best play if your best play ain't playing or not, yo. Fifty three points, fine. That's yeah, ridiculous. That's that's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Um we got a uh we got a comment here. Well, you know what, Bruce, we're gonna get right back to your comment real quick. But uh let's let's um you had anything else you wanted to to say, Ollie, before we kick this show off, man? Uh, nah, nah, nah. We can go ahead and, and jump right into it because you know, uh you know, kids spring break is coming up uh, well next <laughs> week. So me and the fam are, are heading out on a trip. Uh yeah. Uh, trip no, uh, in a few hours. So, so all right. Again, well, thanks for uh, coming in this morning. Yeah, man. Uh, Thank you, man. Everybody coming in and joining us, man. Look, welcome, greetings and salutations, everybody. Um, it's the Shooting Edge podcast. I'm your co-host Corey Roy, along with my partner Hollywood. What's going on, man? How you doing? Not much. Not much. Not much. Mm. Just uh. Got up here early. Uh, got, got a lot to talk about with this episode, you know what I'm saying? But it's your, it's your boy, Hollywood, uh, bringing that BDE, that black dad energy. Uh, so so let's just yeah. go ahead and jump right on in it. 
Yeah, man. So uh, everybody knows um, we two guys hanging out on this episode. We're going to be talking about the Falcon and Winter Soldier episode three. This episode is actually entitled The Power Broker. And uh, we're going to give you our thoughts, what we like, what we didn't like, uh, and our theories and, and much, much more. So um, give everybody a recap, which everybody probably knows by now. But just in case you don't know, The Falcon and Winter Soldier is on Disney Plus. And it follows the events of Avengers Endgame, where the Falcon and Winter Soldier team up uh, in a global adventure that tests their abilities and their patience and so let's just jump right into it so let's go ahead and get started episode three ali what were your overall thoughts of this episode uh i, th- I thought it was a good episode it has some uh high points uh for sure you know uh a couple of mm-hmm. oh snap uh, you know reveals or what have right. you um i don't think it was as good as the first two episodes but Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bad mm-hmm. episode. I, I I definitely enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, you know, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you, man. I thought the episode was good, but it wasn't as good as the previous two. But I still really enjoyed it. And you know, yeah. and look, and 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 everything in 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 movies and storytelling, there's always going to be that part of the movie where it's the transition, the transition where you have to kind of uh, set things up for the next scene. And and I kind of felt that this episode, even though it was a good episode, it was kind of uh, the, the transition or the, the threading needle of exposition that's setting things up to come. So even though we got introduced to Baron Zemo, there was a lot of other seeds that they were planning for the other stuff to come in the previous episodes. Because I think after this, we only got three more episodes so that's that yeah. was my overall thought great episode but it was setting up a lot of stuff for the future so um and i know that you know and just yeah. kind of going off uh did you have anything you want to say else you want to say about that no nah, no nah, you're right and like you said since it's only uh i mean six episodes so you know right. this is like the midway point they're just setting everything up mm-hmm. as you said you know for the for these last three for the uh you know what i'm saying they about i'm sure mm-hmm. it's on Especially, you know, probably towards the end of the next episode, so I'm probably, you know, they'll start wrapping it oh, up. Yeah. It's on, mm-hmm. it's gonna be some action. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm predicting it's gonna start being. Uh, a, I mean, even though it was action in this, but mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot more super soldier, like some real, oh, yeah. not just gunplay. Like this, this, mm-hmm. this episode was just a lot of gunplay. Mm, yeah, yeah, I agree, man. I agree. And I mean, this is this this is necessary in anything. And this series plays like a movie that's broken up. So like I said, yeah. there's going to be that part where you have that lull for a little bit that's got to set things up for the, the next scene. Um, we, we do have a, a comment here. All right. Yeah, I agree. This episode was more of a setup period. Mm-hmm. So yeah. those these next three episodes gonna be like a roller coaster ride. Definitely mm-hmm. had a little little bit slow moments overall. Definitely enjoyed mm-hmm. the episode. That ending though will have me ready to rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Oh, oh no, I definitely had the uh, the old snap moment at the end. And and to be honest, yeah. I mean, like we, I think we, like, a, I mean, it was a good episode. I think the the first two were so good though. Like the first one, like yeah. this the show yeah. started off on a on a crazy high note. So it's gonna be had be mm-hmm. uh, really hard to match. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To match yeah. that energy and everything, like for six episodes. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. like you said, you gotta tell some story. <laughs> so 
Yeah, you got to, man. You can't keep it on a high the whole time because then it's, the audience is going to become numb to it. So you, you got to have it's got to be like a roller coaster ride. So came back, it was time to rejoice and reunite. The Global Repatriation Council knows that for many, it wasn't that easy. So much has changed, but we're here to help you find your way, helping you back into your homes and jobs, helping you navigate changes to society, laws, and borders, helping you get back to the way things were. GRC, the Global Repatriation Council. Reset. And I remember, Restore. you know, taking uh, how this episode started off. I know, and I'm going to jump around a little bit, but I know the episode starts off with the commercial of the GRA, which is supposed to be like the Global Repatriation Act. Make sure I get that right. <laughs> and clearly, the commercial is showing like, uh, like this GRA is supposed to help those that came back from the blip, but really it doesn't look like they're doing that because as soon as the commercial ends you see uh Battlestar and Screech which aka Captain America <laughs> try to raid this out uh looking for Carly Morgenthau so that was that was you know very interesting to to see that and then it also goes into now cuz the the previous episode where Bucky and Sam are like look we got to go visit Zemo then it goes right into Bucky um, and Sam going to visit Zemo in jail. So, it, but you know, what what did you think about this whole beginning scene here, where it, it kind of starts off with it showing this uh, this act, and then uh, the the GRA act, them raiding the facility looking for Carly Menthal, and then what were your thoughts about having their whole first uh, action? seeing and, and visiting Zemo in jail because they visit Zemo in jail and then Zemo, you know, starts talking to Bucky and they have their exchange. I mean, what was your whole thoughts about that whole, that whole, this whole beginning? Yeah. I, one thing I do know, I mean, anybody who watches movies, you know, whenever it's like a, a, a company or some government propaganda said, oh, let's make yeah. everything beautiful and fine. Let us lead <laughs> you to the promised land and help out. Right. You already know that's the bad guy. <laughs> like yeah. every single movie <laughs> in the world, like whenever it's that propaganda going out there, you already know what it is. Like, uh, yeah, they're yeah. behind some shit. So, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and then when they went uh, <laughs> into that cafe, Oh my God, man! Uh, I know you joke, but Captain America definitely turned into Screech because I don't care what's going on. Somebody spit in my face, yo! You get swung on immediately. Yo, <laughs> trying to act all hard too, though. I mean, I don't care, you yeah. Captain America. Now you, you know who I am. Like, dude, just spit yeah. in your face, man. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> I know, yo. I was thinking that too. I was like, yo, this guy got you don't get no respect. You know, yeah, like, for real. <laughs> yeah. yo. He spit in his face, yo. I'm like, yo, what? Yeah, yeah man. It was, I, it was I, a nice one too, because he had to wipe it off I, his fingers and shit. I was like, yo, we'll like we'll like a little bit sprayed him now. He had a, a big ass <laughs> loogie on his face. Like, nah, bro. That that shield would have been right through. I was like, yo, y'all just act like y'all won't, y'all didn't see nothing. Like all, that, you know what I'm saying? We just be the cover up because it would have been the I know, right? straight through the skull. <laughs> oh man, we got a couple of comments here, but I feel you exactly the same way on that one too, man. Still the same way. 
Uh, so that part when he says, "Do you know who I am?" And then uh, I was watching it with my wife, and I was like, "Oh, I'm the juggernaut, bitch!" And we both started laughing because I could never get that whole sentence out of my mind ever. Yo, that's classic. That's about a. That's OG yeah. internet. That's OG interwebs. I'm the juggernaut. Yes. Bitch. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Do you know who I am? Yo. That, that was like one of the first like major interweb memes ever, yo, for real. Yeah. Yeah, that joke yo. was crazy. Yeah, that was a good one, man. That was a good one. Oh man, we got it. We got, <laughs> we got another what? comment here. Hold tight. <laughs> Yeah, that video did remind me of the remember the old school propaganda videos back in the day. Yeah, like TV shows like V. They had this type of type of things, and yeah, uh, Screech himself. You see, he started to break already because he's so frustrated. Yeah, he wants to do he wants to do it his way, which is more militant mm-hmm. than Steve Rogers was. And you see mm-hmm. him starting to break already. Yeah, looking forward. Yeah, this was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo. I mean, that was he said something in there, Bruce. Man, V. I remember that show back in the day, yo. Yeah. I mean, that that's so true. That was just like V, man, just like V. Um, but yeah, you're you make a really good point about Johnny Walker, aka Screech, Captain, you know, America. Uh, but yeah, he is starting to break. He is really getting frustrated, and I'm really interested on how the trajectory of his character goes because in the comics, you know, he is kind of like. Like the other side of what you can quote unquote call justice, you know, like he he takes things, he, he starts to take things a little too far in the comics. So I'm interested on how they're going to play on that because you can start to see the threads of that through this whole episode on how he's getting more and more uh, militant and, and pissed off about what's going on. And he's like, by any means necessary type attitude. So yeah, yeah that, was, that was pretty um So yeah, they start to visit. Um, did you have anything else you want to say, Ali? Oh, no, no. Oh, well, we, we could talk about, like, uh, the Zemo joint, like, when they first met up with yeah, Zemo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, let me let I know. just talk about quick, and then we can go into it. So, yeah, Bucky visits Zemo in jail, and then when he's visiting Zemo in jail, uh, Zemo starts throwing out the, the Winter Soldier words to him. Bucky doesn't really react. Um, and then Bucky basically says, like, look, we need your help. And they, uh, because they looks like they've recreated the Super Soldier Serum. And then from that point, uh, then you see Bucky and Sam uh, kind of like in a garage of some sort and Bucky is starting to say like look we really need him and what if you know this breakout sort of happens and blah 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 and then eventually you know it, it gets to the part where Baron Zemo breaks out and he meets up with Bucky and Sam at a garage so yeah what were your thoughts about the jail meeting up with Zemo and then uh, him breaking out and all that stuff no, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, I was just sort of saying, like, Zemo, he definitely did the first thing I would have did, too. But let me test this motherfucker yeah. real quick. <laughs> like, like, don't know how, don't know. I'll be like, yo, I'm just going to throw out these words. 17. Longin. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, I would just throw him out there, too. Like, but, uh, yeah. I mean, because that's what he did. That's the last thing he saw of the when the last time he saw him, he was throwing out the words and he wound up getting him practically do whatever he wanted to do, you know. So I would have done the same thing. I mean, look, Baron Zemo's a smart guy, man. So he's like, look, let me throw these words out and see what this, this dude's gonna do. Is he gonna, you know, start uh shaking real quick? But of course he didn't react. But we'll go ahead. 
And then uh, with the, him breaking out of jail, I like how they did it. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, when Bucky was basically doing like the, what if hypothetically this happened yeah. or that, you know, and they were showing the scenes. But I will say for, you know, for Zemo to be like some some world-renowned criminal, you know, he got out of there pretty yeah. easy, man. <laughs> like, what the yeah. hell? I was like, I you know, that's all it took. Yeah. You know, he but, pulled a... Uh, Baron Zemo pulled a, a Superman, yo. He just put some, put on like a, a hat, which of course nobody knows Clark Kent is Superman in DC Comics because he puts on some glasses, which clearly you can look yeah. at this guy and tell he looks like Superman. He pulled a damn Superman on everybody, yo. He put on a hat and just started walking around like no nobody noticed this dude, yo. And he's supposed to be in like one of the tightest security lockdowns. Yeah, I, I did think it was kind of easy that he got out of there. It was a little yeah, convenient. Like, it was. Yo, they had it. They didn't even have him in the regular cell. Yo, he was in a whole uh, glass contraption, like a whole, yeah. like he was in the, the super super <laughs> lockdown. He just walked out of that joint like, all right, I'm good, peace, fellas. Like basically, yeah. <laughs> all it took was I'm a saying. fight, a, a fight, <laughs> and a fire alarm, and I'm good to go. <laughs> That's so true, man. That was all it took. Uh, we, we got another comment here. Let's see what people are saying. It was crazy how calm he was when he, when Zemo first saw Buggy. It's like almost like he's playing chess. Yeah. Everybody's playing checkers. It's almost like three, four steps ahead. Like he almost oh, yeah. knew eventually somebody, either Bucky or Cap, mm-hmm. or anybody from the venture will be coming it might need his help, so it was very interesting. Oh my god, yes. I mean, look, Baron Zemo is, and a great comment, uh, Bruce, man. I really appreciate the comment. And you're right. See, Baron Zemo is such a, a tactician. He's a brilliant scientist. He's always going to play the mind games, which really leads into the next scene. Um, and, and, and we're going to go into the next scene here where he's on the plane with them. They, well, no, nah, let's, let's take that back. Let me back up a couple steps. Uh, when Baron Zemo gets into the garage right after that, you can almost kind of see where he's he's starting to play with the mind games of Sam and Bucky. Um, they get to the garage, and, and clearly, right out the gate, Sam is like, "Yo, what is this dude doing? Blase, blase! You know, we gotta figure out what's going on." So, basically, the, the end of it, just of it all, is. Bucky says we got to team up with him. Sam is like, okay, if he do it, then, you know, he's got to, if he gets out of line, we're going to do this, but he's got to listen to everything we say. And Berenzi was like, okay, I'm in. But you know this dude is is going along for the ride because he got his own agenda. You know this. But, uh, you know, but Bruce, you make a really good point. That's Berenzimo, man. That's him all the time. He's always thinking ahead and he's got an agenda. Go ahead, Ali. Oh, no, no. You're definitely right. And, I mean, my bad, I'm just off topic. I was like, yo, Zemo, Zemo paid, man. I, I, I was with uh, Falcon on this one. I'm like, yo, and you, you, you rich motherfucker? Like, why are you out here doing all that's how you know Zemo's yo, that's how you know he's serious, yo. He got a serious passion because if I have yeah. if I was paid like that, private jets and all that, I'll be good, yo. I'm like, yo, y'all fight, y'all yo. go ahead and do all y'all go save the world. Yeah. Let me just sip this French champagne and, and Rock my uh, Versace and, and keep it moving. Just, like, <laughs> that's you yo, know, that no, dude passionate, yo. He is clearly passionate about it because he took him to a garage um, after they decided to team up. He's like, all right, where do we go next? 
they went to his garage that had like 10 cars in it. And they weren't just regular cars. They were like antiques, models, remade for him. Like, yo, what? This dude is rich, yo. So when yeah. he's in the garage, notice, you know, he gets a couple bags. You know, he's opening up suitcases and all that kind of stuff, weapons. But then he notices the hat. Or the mask on the seat. He takes that, puts it in a duffel bag, and they get on a plane. This dude got planes, jets. I mean, this dude got a, a Jeffrey outside yeah, the plane just waiting on him. <laughs> this dude, dude man. White gloved up, too. That's why I was like, yo, that's how if I do get rich, get a butler, he don't have to wear the white gloves. He was white gloved up. Oh. Yeah, man. He was clearly white gloved up. He, he wanted his stuff clean coming in. It better, better be no dirt on them gloves. You know, that's how yeah. you know, man. This dude. <laughs> and it was funny too when uh, they was getting on the plane uh, you see Falcon he was like he like kind of like bowed he was like what the hell like I don't know what to do around these rich folks like, it was like something that little I don't know if you know it was like a little thing he was walking on the plane like, like he didn't know to oh, shake his hand I'm say hello or whatever he just kind of bowed or whatever <laughs> I didn't notice that but you know what he confused because he's like damn this dude's so rich I don't know what to do <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I didn't notice that. Oh man, I got to go back and watch that part, man. I, I had to check that part out. So uh, <laughs> then they leave to to go to the play. Well, oh, sorry, we got a comment here. So let's let's hit that up before we go on to the next uh, next part. Yeah. All right, let's get this. Ollie, it was funny. They showing showing that he was rich, but I like how they incorporate <laughs> the Baron from Baron Zemo in his name yeah. for the books and. Yeah, we first and we think about oh yeah, he's a baron, he's royalty, you know, from his country, so that's yeah. why he's rich. Mm-hmm. And him, you know, mm-hmm. with that butler who had me dying, look like crackhead <laughs> uh, Alfred, who was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yo, he he was old man. I don't even know how he hanging on the way he is, man. It looked like he barely yeah. could get his words out when he talking to him, you know. I was like, I can't I had to put subtitles on him for a second, yo, because I was like, I don't even know what this dude is saying. He need an oxygen mask or something. He barely speaking to Yeah. But you know, I yeah, know like, well, accent. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, I was saying like when you you're right, when they was talking on the plane, yo, I was kinda uh I couldn't understand <laughs> some shit he was saying. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I know, man. So, uh, going to the next scene, they're on the plane now, um, and this is Bear Zemo at his finest. You know, this is when him, uh, him. This is when he is messing with Sam. Uh, well, first he starts messing with messing with Bucky, actually, because he starts getting I understand that book. that list of names, people you've wronged as the Winter Soldier, and he starts talking about these names in the book. And he named, he he says a particular name that I cannot even Not remember. Bucky goes off, yo. It's like you say that he name, he's gonna kill you. Yeah, I think he said the the Japanese dude's name. Oh, but, that's uh, the name. Asian, okay, the, the Asian guy's name. The, I don't know if he's Japanese. I should say the Asian guy's name. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's what it was. I was like, whose name was that? But I didn't have enough time to go back and and figure out who that was. But that makes sense of why he got so upset at that because he's still trying to, which Baron Zemo then said, like, look, I see you still trying to make rights of the people you made wrong and blah, 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 blah. Then it goes to Sam and... uh, he he starts he starts messing with well I, I can't remember actually what happened I think Sam at this point um then says hey I remember that book 
you know, and they start talking about like that was Steve's book that he used to write his stuff in. He wrote the trouble. He wrote Trouble Man, which for everybody know, um, the Trouble Man is a Marvin Gaye album. <clears throat> so um, he says, you know, that's they start talking about the Trouble Man sound or CD, well, uh, the album because it ain't no CD back then. Um, and, yeah. And, and, and yeah, so at this point is when you know. Baron Zemo starts messing with their heads about Captain America because they go back and forth about the Trouble Man soundtrack and that is good and you should listen to it and blah 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 but then Baron Zemo starts talking to Cap about the whole thing about being Captain America and that's the icon and 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 Sam is like yo hold on man you better take it easy on that subject so Baron Zemo is already like planting the seeds on this plane of how to get into these guys heads um, but what were your thoughts about that that whole scene did you have anything that you think about Oh no! It was a it was a good scene. It was like uh, some nice little banter back and forth. Uh, yeah. I would say I uh, we got to add another characteristic to yeah. Baron Zemo, like Master Pickpocketer, because mm-hmm. how the hell he get the, the <laughs> book? I was like, yo, he just lifted the book right off of Bucky and started reading it. I was like, word. So yeah. definitely got some fast hands. So watch yourself, watch your pockets around Baron Zemo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how you be five? How you be thinking of this stuff, yo? I didn't even think about that. How did he get that damn book? Yeah, <laughs> fast finger, fast finger, Freddy out there. <laughs> but, uh, that's, between that, that's good. I, I like when they were talking about uh, the Marvin Gaye joint, though, because you know Zemo put Wade in. You know your boy uh, Falcon's like, yeah, Man, he only know what he's talking about, but he is right. Freddy <laughs> like, is right though. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I like that too, man. Yeah, that it always remind me of uh, some. <laughs> I don't know why it's random, but uh, white man can't jump. Uh-huh. Like you, 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 you listening, but you don't hear him. <laughs> <There's> some, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> nah, yo, I don't know. What you talking oh, about when he was um, uh, Wesley Snipes? Yeah, Wesley Snipes with, and, uh, with Woody. Uh, well, with Woody, uh, uh, it was listening to um, what's the song? Was it the Temptations uh, or whatever? And Woody was like, "Yo, this is like my uh, favorite joint or whatever." And so I was uh, like, Man, "Yo, you can't, you don't know what they're talking about." He's like, "You listen, but you can't hear." <laughs> I think I do remember that scene. I'm, I, I, it's uh, Woody's in the car. I keep saying, "Yeah, they're Woody. in the car." That's it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Okay. Jimmy. Yeah, that was listening to Jimmy Hendrix. That's what it is. Jimmy. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, 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 no. There's a difference between hearing and listening. See, white people, y'all can't hear Jimmy. You, 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 you listen. What the fuck are you talking about? His drummer was white. Oh! Oh, That's how he tried to play Zemo. Because, like you see, you see how yep. Zemo is almost like a puppet master. Because the way he talks, he puts in a lot of kernels of truth. When he was talking about iconography, symbols, how mm. that could be twisted and be used to be for hatred and stuff like that. So he, he definitely drops kernels of truth with his puppet mm. master tree, you know, puppet master of uh, talk. But he, oh, yeah. he loves playing those mind games, definitely. 
Yeah, I mean, he reminds me of, uh, I mean, I guess you can call him, I mean, this Triple H, he like the cerebral assassin, yo. I mean, this guy is, yeah. uh, he's constantly working with you, with the mind game. So you you never know. I mean, look, Barazimo has a reason why he wants to team up with them. He ain't doing this for nothing. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely not doing this for nothing. Um, so moving on and, to and, the and, next. And I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I do just want to say what he was saying, like where he was dropping us some gems. I mean, Zemo, it, it, I mean, basically it's uh, when he was saying like uh, with the super soldiers and stuff, they like put them in the pedestals and then they make them symbols and icons yeah, and they make them symbols. Forget about flaws. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically mm-hmm. like the reason the government brought Captain America back. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They wanted yeah. that symbol, that that icon. Mm-hmm. And then from there, mm-hmm. like once you got that, you can you can start a movement. You know what I'm saying? You get people mm-hmm. following, mm-hmm. people start following blindly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's how you that's how I mean that's what the government does. I mean in general Exactly. Or whatever, like, dude, get you behind them. Yeah, they put the, the symbols. You get behind it, mm-hmm. and from there, you can start, you know, manipulating. Yo, man, that's a good, good, good point. I mean, because in the original, uh, the the first Avenger or in the very first Captain America, I mean, that's exactly what they did to Steve Rogers. He didn't go out on the battlefield uh-huh. in the beginning. He was just a symbol of of the patriotism and get people really rallied behind. The, the war and and get people hyped up for it. so that's all he was he was just supposed to go out there and do shows and dance and 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 do mm-hmm. well you know dance and do comedy and stuff that's all he was uh it wasn't until after he decided to go out on his own to find his friend bucky when they're like oh snap well maybe we we should send him out to uh win a couple battles because we're actually turning the tide of the war here so yeah you're right the super soldier serum he he was dropping some gems. I mean, for real, he really was. And that's why he has such a despise for it because he knows how it it, it does have a a bad backlash with the whole super soldier serum in general. But yeah, good. No, good point. Um, There is a scene here that happens shortly after this. It's very quick though. And this is when Carly uh, Morgenthau gets word from one of the flag smashers that you know she, she you need to see her now or you know mm-hmm. and she runs upstairs and 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 sits beside someone that you know looks like she she clearly has died i had no idea who this person was but i'm clearly assuming that she knew them and i think yeah. that what she's doing clearly has to be related to this woman or whatever is going on in these uh you know camps that she's going to i mean because but it was a real quick scene though but i think the scene clearly has a reflection of what goes on later in the episode that of course we're going mm-hmm. to wind up talking about <laughs> uh so all right oh go ahead go ahead you have something you want to say oh oh no no like you said it was just a quick scene so i mean yeah. they really didn't explain much I, like you said i don't know who the lady i mean it could have been a sister friend mama i right. i don't know but uh yeah. But it definitely is impacting uh, why they're doing what they're doing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it's planting an Easter egg or something, so at least we're going to get a little more information as time goes on. Um, then the next scene, of course, we know right after that, they Baron Zemo in the plane lands, and they're going to uh, Madripoor. I think that was the name of the, the city, which is kind of like, New York, I mean, the joint, you know, no lie, yo, the city looked really nice, man. Skyline oh, yeah. Amazing. I was like, yo, was, I don't know where it, this joint looked fire yeah. right here. Yeah, it that's what I was wondering too, because, like, when they were on that bridge, that bridge, looked, that joint was fly. Like, when the car yeah. pulled up, like, the way the bridge and everything, the lights, yeah, I was like, oh, yo, mm-hmm. that city, 
This looks fun. Yeah. Yeah, joint joint looked like it's it looked like it's a party city, yo, for real. It 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 did. Yeah. Uh, so then they they all get together. He starts telling them uh, that they have to play certain roles. So you got you know Bucky is now dressed up as the Winter Soldier, Baron Zemo's Baron Zemo. But then he got uh, <laughs> Sam is in this this outfit. Well, he's supposed to play a guy called the Smiling Tiger, uh, which is pretty cool because they have a little banter back and forth. But Baron Zemo really stresses that you got to play your role if we're going to get to this lady that I got to get to in order to get the information about uh, the, the super soldier serum. So they go into a bar. Um, Sam's got to drink this nasty ass drink. Looks like the dude cuts something out of a snake, puts it in like a liquor shot, and they got to drink that. And then a whole fight action and scene ensues because the Winter Soldier's got to now go and start smashing up people and everything. So, um, th- th- this whole scene had a lot going on. But what were your thoughts about this? Them getting to the lady in the club and the act, the kind of like the first action scene that we had because we're about twenty. 25 minutes in now with kind of like our very real first action scene. What did you think about everything? I mean, I just had, well, you already know my, my brain. I just had so many questions, yo. <laughs> like, I mean, just as far as like when they was driving in, they had the people on the scooters with the high seats. Like, I was like, yo, why are <laughs> these high seats behind them? Like, did you know what I'm talking about? They had like some kind of shit behind them. Yeah. I guess. But, you know, they got to, yeah. They get to the club, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, that drink. I'm like, yo, how mm-hmm. many snakes they got? Because <laughs> every for one drink, you got to kill. It's like, you cut the snake open. The snake is dead. So what? Somebody else won't. How many snakes y'all got in this place? Not be damn. I mean, I know he had to play the role. I don't know if I could have did it, yo. I would have did a... No. So like, threw that shit on the floor. Like, when the fake like you drunk it. <laughs> Yeah, for real. I, I, I couldn't have done that, man. I I couldn't have done it, man. I don't know, for real. I I was like, you know, that, yeah, that was crazy. I could have. Um, that was a, we got a, 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 uh, Oh well, well, tell me about the uh the the fight scene. What did you think about that with Bucky going off on you know for kind of showing his Winter Soldier? He had to kind of resurrect that a little bit going into this scene. I mean, what you think of that fight I mean, scene in the club? Oh, it was a good fight scene. Like he he put in yeah. work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. He definitely put in work real quick. Yeah, yeah. And I know I I want I know he had to hate it though because Zemo's like attack. Like basically he was like Zemo. Yeah. <laughs> like he was like yeah. Zemo's a slave for lack of a better word. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He was like he's mm-hmm. like his pit bull. Like he had to do whatever Zemo said the whole time. So I know mm-hmm. he was probably mm-hmm. steaming on the inside. Like this motherfucker here. Right, right. Yeah, he, he definitely had to because when they first get into the club, he even whispers, you know, ready to comply when a soldier kind of like getting him ready that when I tell you to do something now, you got to do it in order for us to get from A to B, you know, because they were they're trying to see this woman named uh, Selby or Shelby. Selby. I, can't, I can't remember. Selby. Yeah, Selby. Selby. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that was yeah, it was it was good, though. Um, we got a couple of comments, so we're going to hit those on here before we go to the, the next uh, thing. Yeah, the city of Madripoor is steep in Marvel lore, especially with the X Men, mm. and especially with Logan. Okay. He has a long history with that city. I love when they were going to the bars. You saw like the Princess Bar and the yes. Bronze Monkey. Those two bars have significant mm-hmm. meaning in terms of his adventures during that time when Logan was mm. alone in the books. Mm. Yeah, pretty cool. Oh wow, that's an Easter egg, I, you know. And 
Bruce, uh, yo, I appreciate that knowledge. I I did not know that uh, uh, that Easter egg and, and that it was Madripoor had such a significant part in the comics, even with the adventures of Logan when he was on his own, when he wasn't with the X-Men. That's that's good to know, man. I, I did not know that. Uh, we got another comment here. Oh, my bad. I hit the joint. I hit it. Bruce, uh, if you can remember what that comment was, man, hit me back up, man. I accidentally hit that button, man. Um, my apologies. Um, so then um, after that, then they finally go right back into meeting up with Selby. So mm. they get information from her at this time where she provides details about this Dr. Nagel or Nagel. I don't, I don't know, but I think it's, it's Dr. Nagel. Is, uh, is the person that they're looking for because he's the one that's currently working on the super soldier serum and the super soldier serum is right there in Madripoor. And um, then, of course, Sam gets a phone call right there in the middle of the meeting. Everything going good, though, right till Sam gets the phone call and he's talking to his girl on speaker. And Are you high? You know what situation is the only situation me and you have. What situation, Sarah? Say it. The damn boat. And watch your tone, okay? I'll let you slide at the bank. <laughs> the bank, yeah. Laundered so much money. <laughs> They'll come around. If that was the case, then why they thought At first, I'm like, okay, I think he might get through this. You know, he might get through this. Then all of a sudden, you hear the kids in the background and somebody drops some Cheerios or something. And then it's like, all right, Sam, see you later. Who's Sam? Yeah, I know. He almost got through it. He almost got through yeah. it, man. He yeah. almost got through it. I like how, because she was like, you know, uh, you know, it's a sister. She was like, uh, it's off with the yeah. bank. He was like, yeah, we don't launder this money through the bank. You know, she was like, something, <laughs> yeah. something, big time trouble. I am big time. I am yeah. talking about how big time I am. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I, almost I like it. that. It was like he was trying to play off her words in order to, to, to make it sound different for them so they couldn't quite figure out who she was until until she said Sam and that lady was like, oh, who's Sam? And then she's like, kill him. Then a, like two seconds after she said that, her she got wasted, like through the window. And that's the part yeah. that I'm like, I don't even know who shot her. That was that was crazy. I was like, who shot this girl? Like, out the blue. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But I got a theory, though, but I don't know. But uh, let me let me tell you my theory. I thought about it last night because I didn't I didn't quite know who shot her. But Barazimo is he's always so calculated. He's always so calculated. And I kept thinking, like, who shot this lady? I think Barazimo had somebody shoot her. I think he wanted to wait until after he got the information that he needed or until the situation was desperate and he had somebody shoot her. I, that's that's my theory. That's my theory. But I, I could be wrong, though. I mean, I could be wrong. Oh, so yeah, I mean, what I are your thoughts? Thought, I thought uh, homegirl shot him. Uh, Sharon. Oh, Sharon. You know, that's the thing about this. Like, we don't actually see her, yeah. see her show up in the following scene because clearly she's helping them when they get out on the streets because she's like look mm -hmm. i'm in madripoor and i hear all the stuff going on but that's a good point man i don't know i mean because marvel doesn't do anything by accident so it makes you believe that it was sharon but was sharon actually in there to shoot her and if so for what that's what that's what made me think like mayor maybe baron zemo had somebody do it because i don't know why sharon would want to shoot her i could definitely see her on the streets helping bucky and sam once they're getting cornered um, 
But that that was my only theory, though. Um, but it, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out, because this scene was a lot of exposition. So it wasn't a lot of action in the scene. It was really just setting up things for the future. So it's going to be interesting. But you make a good point, man. Uh, make a good point. Um, we, we got a couple comments. You mind if I hit these up to see what people are saying? Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Let's see what we got. Oh, no problem, man. No, I was just talking about how when the soldier... Uh, Bucky slipped into the Winter Soldier real easy. It looked too easy. Oh, yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm. even Zemo was saying how easy he slipped into the Winter Soldier gig and it looked like he was renting because he was whooping everybody's ass. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. He did. It, it's something to think about. I mean, it, I, and see, Baron Zemo is, is, is planning these things in his mind. He's thinking like, okay, he, he went into that he went into that pretty easy. I may have to use this to later. So um, it's good. That's real good. Uh, we got another comment here. Let's see, we oh, got. Oh yeah, it. she she was in the bar. She's the one uh, before they met uh, Sharma or whatever the name is. She the one who put Selby. the hood over her head and, and scooted out the bar real quick. So Sharon oh. was in the bar. So she saw them oh, yeah. coming in. So that might have been her who shot the the other lady. Okay, okay. Now now that makes sense because if she saw them coming in the bar, then of course she would have knew who they were and she would have known that they were in trouble at that moment because she was like, she killed them. So she would have, okay, okay. I didn't see that part. You know, I didn't see that part. You know, that's the thing. Sometimes you got to watch these episodes a couple of times, man, because if you blink or you, you go to the bathroom and you reach down to eat some food, man, you're missing something. Because yeah. that was eating. I was eating. I was eating dinner while I was watching this, man. Real, real talk. I was eating dinner, man. I, I had some Applebee's. It was pretty good, yo. It was pretty good. Stay on your job, Corey. <laughs> Stay on your job. <laughs> nah, I feel you though, because I be having a. Well, you know, I got kids and shit. So uh, Noah, right. I was trying to watch it, yo. He running around yelling, screaming. So a few times I be having to rewind, yo, because I can't hear nothing. All I hear him was, right. Oh, especially once they start fighting on the screen, all of a sudden he's doing mm-hmm. kung fu on the couch. So I'll be like, yo, man, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, so then after uh, Selby gets shot, you know, clearly they in the streets now. They're going crazy. It, it, all chaos. Uh, it looks like they've sent out a text message that they're going to be hunted down because lady got messed up. So they're running everywhere, trying to defend themselves. Sharon comes out the woodwork, shooting some cats that's trying to shoot them. And then they're like, look, we need we need you. And, and then she really starts riddling off a whole bunch of stuff saying like, damn, Sharon, how are you here? And how is this? and how's that and she says look after i helped y'all in civil war getting captain america out getting captain america try to help get bucky you know i had to go on the Uh run i've been on the run all this time you know i ain't had the the glorious life that you guys have had so this is where i had to end up in order to be off the grid and she's been doing well for herself though i ain't gonna front because when they when she invites to her house yo her house is looking it's looking good (laughs) you know she's throwing parties stuff i mean <laughs> go ahead man what would you think about the whole thing i, I had a whole i she's much different type of sharing in this because she's been on the run compared to the sharing that was in civil war i mean what were your thoughts about this this whole thing with the meeting up with her and then getting over to her house yeah her yeah I, I mean i i thought it was cool especially uh i mean because it just t- shows like kind of like how she like you said they didn't look out for her she's like Yo, y'all ain't look out for me like i'm on the run like y'all mm-hmm. got Y'all got medals mm-hmm. and shit. Y'all got, you know what I'm saying? 
you can mm-hmm. praise. They're trying to lock my ass up still. So right, she she definitely handled it better than what I would because I've been pissed. I mean, I'm sure she yeah. was, <laughs> but you know, what yeah. I mean, I'd be like, yo, yo, you gotta you gotta understand what's going on here. Mm-hmm. But it'll, it'll, I mean, that's true. I'm sorry, I might cut you off, man. Go ahead. Oh no, no, I was just saying though. But it looks like she definitely was uh, had a good life going on. Though she was selling that uh, mm-hmm. art and stuff. She had all that joint. I was like, she threw that party. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, she definitely has taken another life to support herself. So she's definitely doing some uh, criminal underworld side jobs. You know, she clearly yeah. doing some side jobs. You know, to 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 keep her lifestyle going a certain way. Um, yeah, you know, and, and she's, she, you know, her, her attitude is a little different, a little more rough around the edges, a little more blunt, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, cause in, in civil war, she's a lot more soft-spoken. I don't even really want to say soft-spoken, but you know, a lot more kinder, you know, in this one, man, you know, she, she's been on the run for a while. So a lot of that has been stripped away. So she's a lot more direct right to it. Like this is, you know, like, look, yeah, I, I I like it though. I mean, I like it. I was like, "Yo, Sharon, she she showing me something here. She showing me something." Uh, yeah. So I, I appreciate that. Um, and you know, of course, they got the party going on, and I was like, "Yo, if she throwing parties like this every weekend, I see why she got a crib like this." I mean, she, <laughs> I thought it was a club. You know, I'm yeah. like, "Yo, what's going on?" But <laughs> and then you um, see, and then you see the bear. Oh my bad. Yo, I got, did you see your boy Bear <laughs> It was just like a th- uh, three seconds of her dancing. Yo. That's all I need to see. I was like, yo, this joke was hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, man. The dude was dancing in the club. I was like, okay, okay. They put a little something. Uh, but it's interesting, though, because right before that, she had a little discussion with Sam about how if you help us, then I'm going to try to help clear your name. And I'm like, look, man, Sam, you, you already setting up an agreement that you probably ain't maybe deliver on because you you already doing something you ain't supposed to be doing, you know? So I'm like, really? I don't know how that turned out. Um, yeah, because I was like, Sam, I'm like, yo, you can't even get a bank loan, brother. Like, like, how you going <laughs> you know, to clear uh, America's most wanted? You don't get somebody off America's most wanted list. You, know, you can't even get a bank loan, bro. Come on, man. That's, dude. I was saying the same thing. I was like, dude, you can't even, you can't even get the money for the boat, yo. How you gonna get her clear with the government, yo? Shoot, <laughs> yeah. No, for damn, dog. You, you throwing out stuff. You can't even. You throwing out promises. You can't even keep right now, yo. I mean, for real. Yeah, I was thinking that too, man. Shoot. Um, we got a couple of comments. Let's see what what some people are saying here. Yo, Corey, nice plug, Applebee's. Yo, Applebee's, give, give him some promotion, man. Give, give, give him sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks, I like Bruce. that talk. I, was, I know, right? Definitely, man. Definitely. Uh, you know, hopefully one day, man, Applebee's will hear this and like, yo, man, get that guy some, get get that guy some free meals. You know what I'm saying? Two, so he can plug us more. Two you for know? twenty. That was a, that was a go to back in the day. I'm like, yo, girl, you want to go on a date? Hit up the Applebee's two for twenty. <laughs> yo, yo, that was a good joint though. The two for twenty, you could get the appetizer, like two yeah. years and dessert. <laughs> the dessert. Yeah, yo, I balling. remember that. Yo. I'm like, I'm balling out here. <laughs> yeah, yo, girl, she she think you balling all night. She's like, okay, here they gave me an appetizer and a dessert. Okay, and you like, yo, she don't notice the two for twenty though. <laughs> 
<laughs> you be like, don't order anything else. Man, you stick with I stick. don't, for real. Drinking water. You drinking water. <laughs> yeah, yo, it's the vital drinks. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we got another comment here. Man, with Sharon, I got two theories with her. Either she's deep, deep, deep cover to try to find yeah. out about those super serial serums because, you know, them being out in the world is dangerous. Or true, true. she might be the power broker. Yeah. Mm. It, 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 it smells funny. The way she has mm. everything set up, she has her own little thing going on. It smells funny. Mm. Interesting theory. Because they, they uh-huh. never... We never have any idea who the actual power broker is in this. And the episode is entitled Power Broker. So that's interesting. Huh. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, not, I don't know. I don't want to say skip ahead, but uh, we'll, no, we'll no, be sk- I will skip ahead. Because just at the, uh, yeah, because at the end, of, uh, you know, after all the thing with the uh, scientists and they going their separate ways, she jumped in that car. There was mm-hmm. some unknown lady. Yep. She was like, yo, we got a problem. And she was like, we got a couple mm-hmm. problems. Like, talking mm-hmm. to Minnesota. I didn't even think about that, yo. That could, that actually could, I mean, that could work as far as her You being. know, mm, you, see, that's the thing. That's the interesting. Like, how does she know where to find the scientists? Yeah, because she found about that, too. Mm-hmm. She found that dude awfully quick, yo, because they were like, yeah. yeah, it's here. And they were like, are you? I mean, it, it, they want to find this guy in the middle of a, 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 a freight carrier place, you know? And I'm like, how she know how to go there? Like, what connects she got that she knew this is where uh, Dr. Nagel was, which is really interesting, which really leads into the next scene, because that's when all hell kind of start breaking loose, where a little more tidbits of information going on. So I'm going to I'm going to skip ahead just for a second. So uh, yeah. they go to this freight carrier facility um, uh, and, and, and right when they go there. They go in, inside the and they start looking for the scientists. Clearly, they're sneaking in and they actually find Dr. Nagel. Um, and this is when they start questioning him about um, how did you how did you do this? Are you the guy? You know, and right here is when Dr. Nagel starts to say um, that I was I was brought into this through Hydra, which, you know, which was good to know and to pick up the Winter Soldier program. Um, he says, after that kind of fell off, I got recruited by the CIA, which is, you know, our government here. And mm-hmm. after test trials and all that kind of stuff that he was able to find traces of the serum in a blood, which you know who he's talking about when he said I had, you know, a particular individual that I was doing a lot of test trials on. I want to find the trace of the serum in his blood to reduplicate the serum. And before he was able to finish, he got blipped. And but then when he came back, the power broker decided to fund his project. Um, so that whole situation was interesting because then they asked him, like, well, how many, though, did you make? And he said, I made 20 of them and Carly took them. So what was your whole thought about that whole scene with them getting there and, and going into uh, finding the, the doctor and everything that he was saying at this moment? Because he was throwing a lot of jewels yeah. out there of, of things to come. Yeah, I mean, it was just, uh, you know, definitely gave a lot of information and you know talking about mm-hmm. his experiment so I, i'm sure he's talking about uh on, on a boy what was his name isaiah um, uh yeah isaiah bradley yeah so mm-hmm. so it, it's just uh i mean like i said it was just uh, a lot of info right there and you mm-hmm. know 
And like you're saying, they did find it pretty easy. She was just like, uh, I got people coming over yeah. to a party. And then, yeah. uh, and I will say too, not because now that he's, once he said that, a lot of stuff is popping in my head. Because even, uh, mm. I mean, again, I'm sorry for jumping around, but after Dude, he did all that, you, and, you know, and Zemo killed them, like, I, was it her mm-hmm. or was it one of them was like, no, no, no like, don't do it. it was- um. Well, yeah. When she when she ran in, Zemo immediately shot him, and uh, yeah. Sam was like, "Oh!" And then you know, it was, of course it was a done deal then. But it was it was quite crazy. Well, I don't want to say crazy, but it, it, it it's definitely suspicious how Zemo shot him right after he gave all the information away. It was like, why did you shoot this guy? There's a reason, you know, why you shot him. You know, I mean, but yeah, it's 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 something going on there, man. Um, and then yeah. to find out he's he had you don't know how long he had been working on Isaiah Bradley because Isaiah Bradley already says in the previous episode that they picked poked pride I mean they read test on me this was one of the guys that was doing it and you don't know how long mm-hmm. he had been doing it before he was actually able to finally extract that uh, serum from his blood which is it's sad man when you really have to think about it but you know it, it does bring up the, the situation on how is this affecting Falcon that he's getting more of this information because you know when uh, Dr. Nagel is talking about this uh, if the camera actually switches to Falcon and he has this look on his face like tag I know exactly who you're talking about I just met this mm-hmm. guy you know, so I, I'm really curious on how the progression of this story takes, and and how this will be possibly the reason uh, that uh, Sam or, or Falcon winds up taking on the mantle of, of Captain America. It's going to be it's going to be very interesting. But Zemo shot that dude immediately after he was he was done giving up the information. So it's going to be very interesting. Um, you know, if you don't mind, we got a, we got a couple of comments that are oh, coming yeah. right now. I just want to see what people are people are saying uh, about Alex, what's going it on. It was here. her when Zemo killed the doctor. She literally said, "What have you done?" Guys, we're seriously out of time here. No! What did you do? Now, why would oh, she say okay. that? You got to think about it. Mm. Like he, she had plans for him, like in, as in power broker plans. It Which would explain think. why she knew who he was. Yeah. Because I'm that, sure she probably she probably didn't think they was going to murder him. I mean, they wouldn't right. have. It was just a Zemo, right. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Jumped off the That's edge true. on that. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh That's so true. She does. It, it, she does. As soon as it's Sam that says no... And she says, what did you do? And and that's probably one of the problems that she's talking about when she goes into the car after the end of the scene. She's like, damn, you know, that's one of the problems that we have because the scientist that knew how to extract the serum is out, you know. But right when, but, you know, during this whole time that they're in the room talking about the scientists, we got to give it up for Sharon Carter, man. She got like 15, 20 dudes outside and she is going oh, yeah. ham on these dudes, man. I mean, for she real, is giving it up. <sighs> Yo, girl got skills, man. I mean, she yeah, was giving she, it up big time. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she was showing all different types of techniques. She was, she wanted to work with the pole. She did some old uh, yeah. Ronda Rousey, a couple of arm yeah. bars. Dude, she was like going mm-hmm. on. Yo, she was going off. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I see you, girl. She was, yeah, she was, I was I was impressed with that myself. But you know, Sharon, Sharon's. She knows her stuff. You know, she's a a, a tactician. She's a, a, a phenomenal hand to hand combat 
uh, fighter. So, but yeah, to to see that on screen though, on how good she was. At, I mean, taking down grown ass dudes. I mean, and putting them in the arm bar and throwing them. And she got skills, man. I mean, she's got major skills. So uh, it's gonna be real interesting. Let's see. So this is what. This is this is the part that I'm starting to have more theories about, and I think everybody knows. Like after she's kicking everybody's butt, um, God, man, she was really, she was good, man. I mean, she was, yo, I, I can't even explain it. But anyway, um, one of the guys outside shoots a a missile, and ex- the whole place explodes. And that's when, after that, you know, they run outside, and you have more of these bad guys i don't even know who they were or bounty hunters like coming after them um uh particularly at this part then zemo dips this is where i was and you know zemo this is the second time zemo dipped actually because the first time when um selby got shot in the club he dipped out down the alley and Mm -hmm. uh so then when this situation happens he dips again so i'm like yo this guy's tricky you know you got to keep an eye on them man you know, he's 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 already got his escape plan ready. Um, so Zemo dips and then it's just uh, Sam and Bucky and Sharon fighting all these dudes and they're pinned down man. they're pinned down pretty good. But right before that scene, when the scene explodes, I don't know if you recognize it, but the camera, the camera pans when everything is is um, exploding and you actually see the valves, uh, the serums on tables. And you see Zemo go a different way than they go. So I'm thinking, and this is just me, I'm thinking that Zemo might have grabbed a few of those off the counter before he went somewhere else. That's that's my theory, because oh, okay. Zemo's smart like that. I'm thinking he grabbed a couple. I think he grabbed a couple. But he doesn't want them to know about it. So that's why, yeah. he, you know, he's always going somewhere. That's my theory. I think he grabbed a couple. So anyway, they're pinned down. Uh, and then this is the first time you really see Zemo put on the mask, and he's on one of the top of the, the crates or the freight carriers and he jumps off he, he shoots at a gas tank explodes and then all of a sudden uh he goes down and this is a lot of people don't know this about zemo because he hasn't displayed this at all yet and this is the first time you actually see him fighting but in the comics you know zemo is a very skilled swordsman and very very good hand-to-hand combat person you know very good i mean he's very skilled in that so this is the first time you actually see him do that and what was your whole thought about this revealing of Zemo, him dipping out of the facility, them pinned down? I got another theory about this part, too, that I'm, I'm thinking about, but I'm looking to just to get kind of your, your overall thoughts on just this whole scene. I mean, it was, a, it was a dope scene. And then, like you said, when. Mm-hmm. All right. We. All right. Well. Okay, go ahead. We, we you're back, man. We had a little uh, connection issue, but it seems like you're back. So, but while Ali is is getting back on, I want to tell everybody about my theory. Okay, conspiracy. When Zemo left, and then all of a sudden he comes back. He he comes back with the mask on, and I've always been thinking, like, okay, why did he actually specifically put the mask on when he was going to fight these dudes? Hello. So. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's going on, man? You oh, all I'm right? Back. So I think. Okay, all right, Nothing all right. Just, how went all? 
We will return to your scheduled program. I know. It's, um, we are currently I mean, I'm I'm good, but it seems like we're we're we having some disconnection issues. You you with me? Or we are currently experiencing technical difficulties. All right. If you if you gotta if you gotta chime back in, man. I mean, just just uh. Well, anyway, let me go on with my theory. So, this is what I think is happening. I think Zemo is trying to uh, make sure that people doesn't know exactly who he is because at that particular point. When Sam and Bucky sees, well, this person come down and start fighting them, he has a mask on. They don't know that it's Zemo. At least that's my theory that they don't know that it's Zemo. But we're we're under the idea to think that it possibly is Zemo, that they know that's him. But they never actually saw him put the mask on, and they never actually saw him put the mask off because he goes down, he shoots the – and makes things explode, and then he goes down and fights those two guys. They see somebody fighting them, and then they run. Uh, Sam and Bucky and everybody run down there. the. Uh... Yay! What's up, man? You we back? We return to your scheduled programming shortly. Yeah, Corey. I think it's some going on. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Can we you hear me? Return to your scheduled programming. I, I can hear you, but you keep going. You keep going in and out. Difficulties. And I'm gonna end it and see if you can. Shortly, or we are currently experiencing. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's just do that. We will return to your scheduled programming shortly. Or we are currently experiencing technical difficulties. All right, so um, look, everybody, we're gonna we're gonna see if if um, you know Ali can get back on. I'm gonna go with my theory really quick. If he's not on in another five minutes, then we'll we'll um, see if we can get back on and finish the rest of the episode. And everybody, but look, uh, actually, hello, every- hey. Alright. Yo, this is the weirdest thing. Um uh it just kept saying connecting live, connecting live. So I just like closed it. But but when I came when I reopened it, uh it just joined me right back, man. So my oh, bad wow. folks, you know, te- technology you gotta love it and hate it at the hey. same time. <laughs> hey, we were still rolling on, man. I was just going on my theory oh, I, and then I, uh Oh, I know you got it. I'll I'll go I'll go on my theory after, but look, before I get to my theory, um give me your thoughts on the Baron Zemo actually revealing himself with the mask, uh, Bucky and them being pinned down, the explosion, Sharon, well, yeah. you know, Sharon, like, what did you do? You know, that that whole scene of, of them fighting outside in the that freight area. Yeah, it's not too much. Uh, I mean, I got to say about the fighting, you know what I mean? But I, I did think right. once he put the, the mask on, uh, I was like, boom, he about to be out. Uh, the one thing mm-hmm. I did take away from that, though, is he didn't put the mask on until he was away. They never saw him with the mask on. And then when he came back up at the end, you notice he had the mask off again. It's like right. he didn't want, for some reason, in my head, he was like, he didn't want them to see him with the mask on because then they'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, he might be full Zemo. Like right now, they know mm-hmm. who he is, but they kind of got some sort of comfort level with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That he's working with them. Mm-hmm. But, yo, know, he put that mask on. It's a whole other story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, that was the theory that I was going on. That's exactly what I was going oh. to lead into. So you did it. Yeah. Like his his revealing to us a Zemo, they don't know that. So we're seeing it from the viewer standpoint, but they never saw him put on the mask. They never saw him even take the mask out of his house when he was in his garage. So for them, they have no idea who this person is. And Zemo is almost like uh, I don't want to say like a Bruce Wayne, but you know he's 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 looks like he's living two lives. He's Baron Zemo, the guy that we see without the mask, but then he puts on that mask. He's somebody totally different. So it's really interesting okay. how they're doing that in this uh, this 
MCU universe compared to in the comics. In the comics, he wears the mask all the time. But I really like that dynamic because right now, uh, that's what I really did notice. There was so much action going on at that point when they were pinned down. They never actually saw who that was that came to help them. They just know somebody blew up uh, a piece of material there and they came down and started wrecking shop and shooting the bad guys and they're like okay we got to get out of here so then when they're getting out of there all of a sudden baron zemo runs down another spot and takes his mask off and then gets mm-hmm. in a car and up without the mask in the car and you know I, I think the thing with them is that they know he dips but he comes back so they're sketchy on this guy but they know they still need him so uh, that's my whole theory i think that Z- uh, baron zemo is playing two sides of the coin one of him being the baron and the other one of him putting the mask on because it was very interesting that when it came time for him to fight those bad guys he he, he put that mask on but then when he was done he took the mask off so i'm loving how that is is playing out there so we'll see we do have some comments that came in we had the technical difficulty so guys we're going to get to that ali did you have anything else you want to say real quick before i go to these comments no no i mean that's just the the main thing it's like you said he's kind of uh for lack of a better word you know playing both sides it's like when right. i when i put this mask mm-hmm. on i'm a whole nother man like i'm i'm zemo for real it's time you know to get right get the ass cooking and right, I might do a right. some evil things, you know what I'm saying? So uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going we're gonna to go to these comments. And thank you, everybody, for being patient with us during that time period. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Hell, my big ass should have been out there playing with that game. Man, that was some sorry ass nonsense. Oh, man, Bruce. I yeah, think that was part I, of the I'm, first comment. Yeah, yeah, that was, that, was, that was part of the first one. All right, so we're going to – we got a second one here. You know, another thing, too, as you guys were, as he uh, mentioned that, you know, uh, Carter might be the uh, the power, power broker, broker, is that mm-hmm. she doesn't actually go inside of the, the thing where they're all in. She's the only one that's outside. Mm. Mind screw. You just did yep. that to me right now. Yo, <laughs> if I can <laughs> real, my mind. You just, you just, oh, I didn't think about that. She specifically yeah, does not go in. Oh. Yep. Because as soon as mm. she went in, he would probably be like, what up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. He would be dapping oh, up. They'd be like, yo, how you know her? How you know her? <laughs> like, yeah. That's a good one, man. Yeah, man. My screw. You just did that to me in my mind. I, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> didn't even think about that yo she she does not go in specifically she but she knows where he is knows how to find him but she never goes in because oh yeah yeah uh mind blown right now yeah that you know you know look this is the the marvel cinematic universe anything's possible i mean we we're, we're not you know, they take the source material, but they definitely change it to their benefit. So it clearly it could possibly be, you know, I've even had a theory that Baron Zemo may even be the power broker. I mean, you know, he's he's never actually physically seen Baron Zemo, but Baron Zemo is the puppet master behind the scenes f- funding this operation. But he thinks the power broker is another individual, but it's really Baron Zemo. I don't know. And the only reason I was thinking possibly Baron Zemo was because um the way I look at it is the only way to make sure to stop 
the Avengers. This is just my theory. The only way to stop the people that he really despises, which is the Avengers, is to create an army of people similar to them to fight them that he can't control. That's just what I was thinking as a theory. But look, I'm I'm pushing in, but that's that's kind of what I was thinking. But clearly, Baron Zemo has a plan because I think he snuck some uh, serums out when he dipped the other way when they were getting uh, ganged up on. That, that's just my theory. Yeah. But um, let's see. Uh, so the next scene, uh, which is the scene that you were talking about earlier, Ollie, um, they meet up at the car. Baron Zemo drives up in a nice spot, and they're like, you know, X, Y, Z, like, hey, um, oh, we got a comment. So hold on. Let me go to the comment before I go to this yeah. next scene to see uh, what what people are saying. My joint kind of going slow, but let's see Another what we got thing right too here. Is that I don't think that Sharon actually got snapped, so it would make sense that she was gone for so long and hasn't gone mm. back to America after the events of you know the Winter Soldier movie. Mm-hmm. So then, by the time you know everyone comes back, you know five years later, she already had this amassed map wealth, which is why she has all mm. the pains. And then mm. since the scientist dude got you know brought back. Then she basically picked up where, you know, they left off as far as the super soldier serum, uh, you mm. know, the studies and everything since he was gone for five years, too. Yeah, I mean, That's I, a good theory. I, I, yeah, I know. Y'all, I'm, I done bought all the way in now. I'm just, I'm, I'm all in. I'm like, yo, fuck it. She's powerful. They share it. That's good. For real, I'm. I'm on. I'm I'm riding the chair train right now, man. Mind screw. You got me thinking, like, yo, for real. This really that. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. you make a lot of mind screw. She never said. Yeah, you guys, man. You you guys are really throwing it out there. You make and, a really good and point. Be, and that would be something to do because I mean, like I said, you know, she helped out with all the Captain America stuff, that, and she got mm-hmm. shown. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She got banned. So if anything, she could be doing this like to get back, or so to speak. To get you know back. what I'm saying? It's like, oh, all right, if that's how we rolling. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get this money, have me right. a little stupid soldier army, and you know what I'm saying? Do business from there. Because mm-hmm. who is the girl, uh, the woman that she meets what meets up with at the end? Because I'm thinking, oh, okay, Sharon, she's about to, you know, go somewhere. Because when she left, I was kind of shocked that she didn't roll with them. Because I was like, why yeah. is she going with them? I was shocked at that moment, but she's like, all right, I got to, you know, nah, you guys are good. I'm going to X, Y, Z. I got to dip out. And she goes to a car with a late. I was like, whoa, because clearly Sharon's got some money now. Because the way, even the way this is all is set up, she's talking to somebody and they got a plan going on. I'm like, yo, okay. She's not done with this. We actually going to see her again. Like she's got some, she's got some pool here that we don't know about. And that, that's such a good theory. She didn't go inside. She didn't. She never says anything about being blipped away. So she's clearly been on the run. So, and mm-hmm. she's made her wealth in that five years. So, wow, that would make a lot of sense if you really think. You could push it though that she does have a vendetta and and knows a lot about the super soldier serum. So maybe she does want to get back to government. Oh, it's real interesting. Would be that would be the major screw job if. Um, Share if we find out that Sharon Carter is actually the power broker. Wow. Yeah. That would be major. Um okay, well moving on to the next scene. Um right before this is when uh, Johnny Walker and, and Johnny Walker wasn't in this series a lot, but I believe he's gonna come up a lot more in the next three episodes. So Johnny Walker and mm-hmm. Battlestar actually go visit 
the jail and find out that Zemo is now escaped. And so they, uh, Johnny Walker or, you know, Screech starts immediately thinking, yeah, I know Sam and Bucky has something to do with this. But Battlestar is like, you really think they have something to do with this? And he's like, you know what? Heck yeah. You know, knowing them, they have something to do with it because they're just as desperate as we are. And it's really interesting that they're dynamic, well, not the dynamic, but there, there seem to be a couple of steps behind. They seem to be like oh, a yeah. couple of steps behind Bucky, but they're catching up to them. And I think eventually they're going to get closer to find out the same information that uh, Sam and Bucky find out, which is which is really interesting. So also in this scene, there's a specific situation on how Johnny Walker is acting like he's acting very desperate and like he's willing to do whatever it takes. And even Battlestar even makes a comment that he starts to question that process that he's trying to do. So uh, what were what were your thoughts about this little this little scene here, Ali? Um, I definitely see what it is uh, to me is for lack of a better word, it's almost like uh, yeah. Captain America, you know, Walker, he's jealous almost because mm. they mm-hmm. are working outside the box. Like they can do stuff that he can't as working officially mm-hmm. for the government. That's why he's like, yo, they right. desperate, we desperate. But it's almost like, man, look, they breaking this dude out. They about to go solve the case. Because to mm-hmm, me, it's all mm-hmm. about, he just wants to, to, for lack of a better word, solve the case, like beat them. He wants to beat right. them in my head. Like, that's all mm-hmm. he's really thinking about. Like, I just got to beat them. Mm-hmm. And almost like to prove mm-hmm. his worth or, or what have you. And so mm-hmm. uh, I definitely can see, I mean, I think this is going to be kind of what pushes him uh, a little to work mm-hmm. outside the box. Um, like, he might start mm-hmm. working outside the... Uh, whatever, peace treaties and legalities and every other right. thing, you know what I'm saying? He's going to be like, all right, mm-hmm. you know, if this was on tape, like, for me to to, to bring down mm-hmm. the power broker and all, well, flag smashes or what have you, this is what I'm about to do because mm-hmm. he wants to be the, I mean, he wants I, to be the hero. Yeah, yeah, especially with this is his first time being Captain America. He's like, yo, this is the first thing going on. I need to solve this and be the one on top. It can't be these other guys since I'm Captain America. And now you're right, because he's working in the box and got the government restrictions, he is feeling like he's he's contained. And he knows that sometimes the best way to get results is to step outside the box. And he's like, you know what? Screw this, man. I'm going outside the box. I'm going to do whatever it takes because they ain't going to figure this out. I've got to figure it out. And you got to come along with me. And so I, I agree with you. In the comics, you know, he has, I think it's going to, start it's going to turn johnny walker more into more of a ruthless uh side of the law like whatever it takes if somebody's got to die if somebody's got to die in order for me to get this information you know it it doesn't matter so i I think this is definitely going to start to turn the wheels on his personality on the type of captain america that we're going to get um out of him which is it's going to be very interesting it's going to be it's going to be very interesting um before we go on to the next scene i just want to say everybody um thank you for listening to us please you know clap and 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 um, hit that clap button you know provide oh, yeah. comments we're so you guys are always uh listening to us you know uh, this is you know we're just here two guys uh, just you know, I'm the co-host. My name is Corey Roy. This is Ali, and we really, really, really appreciate everybody listening. So, um, you know, just thank you guys so, so much for listening to us today. Um, we're we're going to go into. We have another question, so we're going to go into that right now. Yeah, since episode two, 
Battlestar has been John Walker, aka Screech's tether, his <laughs> his holding point, keeping him from going over the top, over the edge. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you slowly but surely see that tether being stretched, mm-hmm. and I think eventually will be broken, and you'll see them fight. I truly believe that something's gonna go down where Battlestar has to go make a decision and say, you know what? Mm-hmm. I can't rock with you no more. You're doing, mm-hmm. you're doing stuff too wrong. Mm-hmm. Good point. What were your thoughts? What do you, th- what do you thoughts, though? Oh, I, I can, I can definitely see that. I mean, he's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I mean, your boy Screech. I mean, he's been ready to jump, jump off the edge. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He was yeah. faxing. Mm-hmm. And and, mm-hmm. and and Battlestar has been the one to kind of reel him back, reel him back in, like trying to. I mean, mm-hmm. like his voice of reason, his lack of conscience. You know what I'm saying? He, mm-hmm. So when he wants to do stuff, he's like, "Nah, you know we gotta do this." So you know, yeah. so so it's, it's definitely gonna come down to a point where where Walker's gonna do something and mm-hmm. Battlestar's gonna have to make a decision: Am I rolling with him or or? Um, go against them. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it is gonna have like a point of conflict for sure. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. It, he's he's definitely the, keeping him level headed right now. Uh, Battlestar is keeping Screech level headed, but it it is you can you can see you can see the bubbling up effect, and it is definitely going to get to a head as this uh, series continues. And it's going to be really interesting on how Battlestar reacts to that. And and they're getting closer. But there's still a couple steps behind uh, Sam and Bucky because they don't have Zemo. And I think Johnny Walker is going to get desperate. And we know, or at least we know, he does not have the super soldier as of right now. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to really, really do whatever it takes to get to these gentlemen. He might even find a way to get to the power broker or find about get near this serum. You just don't know. But I think he's going to do whatever it takes to make sure that he gets uh, to the Flag Smashers. And if he gets to the Flag Smashers, it, clearly he's not going to be able to fight them because they're going to be stronger than them. So I think he's definitely, my theory is he's he's going to get so desperate that he's going to eventually find a way to, to get the super soldier serum to do whatever he's got to do to bring these people down or to complete this mission. So it's going to be real interesting uh, how this works out, his conflict with Battlestar and how far he's willing to take it uh, with the flag smashers or even prop or, or even um, working with the power broker to get the super soldier serum. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting, but good, good comment. Um, good, good comment, man. Really, really appreciate that. Um, so then uh, moving on, there's a scene where Carly uh, Morgan Thau was outside. One of the flag smashers have no idea who he is. He's uh flunky. Number one, uh, they're outside of a military base and they're, they're talking about, uh, you know, like, uh, we didn't know that we were going to be in this situation. You know, we never thought things were going to work out this way. I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be X, Y, Z. But, you know, things definitely turned different for us. Uh, clearly, right there, we found out that she took the super soldier serum. Because when she, because earlier in the scene, uh, Dr. Nagel said she stole them. But now we actually found out they took 20 of them. So there's 20. Well, actually, there's 19 now because one of them, which we talked about last week. Well, it's probably he less just, than that, though. It could be less than that, yeah. So well, 20, well, I'm 20... Sorry. I'm sorry, are you talking about 20 vows of the serum or uh, yes, 20 super they, soldiers? The, the, they, Carly stole 20 
serums. Yeah, she sold 20 of yeah. them. That's what Dr. Nagel, but I think he's lying. Yeah. I don't think, I, I, clearly, I think he's got way more than 20. Um, but she stole 20 and they took them. Because even in that it, scene, she says, my veins were burning like fire and I wish I could die, but it's it worked out. So now we have to use the strength to our benefit. Um, but go ahead. Okay. No, so I, well, I think so. Do you think because you know they always make mention of eight? They keep saying it was eight super soldiers, eight super soldiers. Do you think mm-hmm. they've only made eight? Only eight people took mm-hmm. it, like on her squad, or do you think there's this, there's uh, all they used all twenty? Do you think there's mm-hmm. more super super soldiers out there? Wow, man, that's a really good question. I'm going to, you know, okay, this I'm going to go on both sides of the coin because you never really know. I'm going to go on the fact that all 20 took it. And the reason why I'm going to say all 20 took it is because I she, the, Dr. Nagel says in the previous scene that she had reached out to him about getting another serum for a particular person that had tuberculosis. So if she didn't take all 20, I'm sure she would have tried to get that serum over to this person so that they could fight the tuberculosis. But oh, yeah. maybe that was the person that died. I don't know. So that, that, but they, they actually, don't really explain that. Yeah, that probably is who died. Okay. So going off that theory, that's why I'm thinking she took all 20 and they use all 20. But they, all they 20. are only saying they are only saying eight super soldiers, but the reason why I think they're saying eight super soldiers is because that's just who they counted on the bus on the top of the, the trail at that time. They knew they could only count eight. So yeah. I think there's more out there, but it really begs to differ. Like, does she have an extra one in her pocket? Does she have a couple of extra? Is she using it as a bargaining chip? You know, because if, if you're doing this type of revolutionary tactic you've got to have something in your back pocket and i think it would be foolish of her to use all of them me personally i I think it would be if you're going to steal 20 give it 10 out and keep 10 because it can be used Mm -hmm. as a bargaining chip you know it's going to be real interesting how this how this plays out um so uh, they're outside the military base she uh, is saying that, you know, we need to really use what we receive, which is the serum, because she said it burned in her veins like fire to our strength. Mm-hmm. So that's when she talks about how this military base has got all this. Uh, um, they've got all these supplies. And this is this is when it starts getting interesting because they go to the military base. They knock down the guys. The guys have no idea what's going on. And then. They get out and she's like, you know, you guys had all these supplies and there's no way that you guys would have been doing anything. They were just sitting there. You know, basically, she's like, you know, we're going to give them to these kids at these camps. They're hungry. You guys are just sitting there chilling. And then she goes to the flunky number one. It's like, yo, put on your seatbelt. Let's go. And he's like, put on the seatbelt. Like, he's like, well, I got to put on the seatbelt. I got the super soldier serum. And then all of a sudden this explosion happens. And he's like, yo, um, there were people still in there. And Carly says this line. Now. There were still people in there. This is the only language these people understand. That is really just like, this is the only language that people will understand. And he looks at her with kind of like this, what in the F look like, oh, snap. And this is when I was like, yo, is she bad? Is she good? I guess she bad. You know, like, oh, snap. But uh, tell me your whole theories about all of this and what you were thinking. Uh, I mean... I don't think she 
I mean, of course she's bad. I mean, she's killing people or what have you. She's but a bad guy. The, yeah, but I think, uh, you know, in her head, she's doing it for, uh, you know, for a good reason or what have right, you. Right, right. But you can definitely, right. like, whatever they mentioned, uh, what, what their mission when they first, like, took the serum and everything started off, uh-huh. they definitely got in over their head. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. you know, how they were talking before about what we would have been doing. And then, like, when she blew mm-hmm. up the building, like, the dude says, like, yo, it's people in, like, basically, he's like, I ain't oh. signed up for all this. Like, you know what I mean? I want to help. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you, we was going to be, like, terrorists, mass murderers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. definitely just, up, just... in the an- <laughs> she's up in the ante on them. No, I was just saying, she's up in the ante, and I don't think they were they were quite ready for that. At least he wasn't. He was like, yo, like, you know, you're taking it yeah. a little step beyond what we, he what we ready. said we was going to do. I'm just, I'm just transporting supplies, yo. I'm, <laughs> what we doing now? Yeah. Are we killing folks? You know? Yeah, I'm basically. telling you, remember the, remember the last episode we had when I said she was so easy to let that guy just run out there and kill himself? That's why, yo. Yeah. They collateral damage to her. Because yeah, that guy right. was like, I'm doing it for the cause. And she was like, Okay. <laughs> okay. Word. She, Peace. <laughs> yes. She she put up no fight. So yeah, she, you're right. She's like, whatever, yo. At all. <laughs> that's what you're I think, right. yo. That's true. He had that look like, yo, I didn't sign up for all this, yo. We just supposed to transport supplies, man. I mean, like, we, we supposed yeah. to give presents to the kids, and you you're <laughs> killing people. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely taking it a, a step beyond what what any of them yeah. was ready for. So yeah, this is when I thought like, whoa, this is gone way past what I thought. I, I you know, she's she's toting the line of good and bad. You know, like I like I I was think she was good and I think she's bad because she's taking stuff from the power broker because I think she was taking things from the power broker because she was understanding that what the power broker was doing was wrong. So she's like. I've got to take this stuff and use this as a tool to help those out there struggling. Cause clearly you're not trying to do that. You're trying to use this for the wrong reasons, but yeah. I don't know, man, she's, she's, she's toting on that line now where I think her tactics are starting to become very reckless and she's relentless with it. Um, but yeah, we, we got a comment. You mind if I hit that up real quick? Oh yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah. For sure. All right. All right. Let's see I what think we got. The 20 of the serums. I mm-hmm. think, Eight of those were used by them already. So, in actuality, I think it's only 12. And I think she hasn't used them yet. She's mm. using them as a bargaining chip for yeah. you know, maybe money or power mm-hmm. somewhere else. That's my theory. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I'm right there with you, Bruce. I mean, I, I think with what she's doing, let's just as you said, I, I think it would be foolish to use all of those 20 super soldier serums, you know, and you never know. It could be, oh my God, I just had another theory come in my head. All right, so what if, what if she does have super soldier serum and that's how Johnny Walker get his super soldier serum? Like, he uh. winds up, um, you know, and not that he she uses it as a bargaining chip, but maybe he's fighting. He winds up getting in contact with her and, and winds up fighting against the Flag Smashers and somehow winds up coming across one of the serums and decides to take them, you know, because she's got them and the facility blew up. So there's nothing else left. But I think this guy's got to get a serum. I mean, you can't have another Captain America walking around that doesn't have a super soldier serum. So what if he winds up getting it from her? In some kind of way, like what? It's going to be interesting how this plays out because yeah. she's starting to be a little, she's starting to be a little badass too. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but yeah, I can uh, definitely just... see that. 
I could definitely see that. Like uh, Captain America ends up running down on her. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. have a little mm-hmm. fight, conflict, or what have you, and he goes mm-hmm. ahead and, and, and takes some stuff because he'll probably mm-hmm. get his ass getting his ass with him. Like, hold up, man. Let me. Uh, yeah. Let me even up eyes. real quick. <laughs> yeah. Let me. Nah, yeah. Even so yeah, I could definitely yeah. see that. That would be a good uh, story, like how he how he gets it. Right. It's going to be interesting because um, I'm right with you, Bruce. I don't think that she used all the 20. I clearly think she has some extra laying around. Now, how we find out who, where and when. And, and, and that's going to be the interesting part. That's going to be an interesting part. Um, so then another moving on from this scene, uh, then Zemo, Sam and Bucky are now in this place called Riga, Latvia or I, I'm I'm sorry if I say that wrong, but they're in a, a foreign country city. Um, and they're basically tracing down the leads to go into the next uh, where, where they're trying to in regards to the super soldier serum. And then as they're walking on the sidewalk, um, Bucky says, hey, I'm going to uh, going to catch up with you later and I'll, I'll be right. I'll be right with you guys. I'm just going to go take a walk. So he starts to take a walk and you see him look down and you see one of these metal balls. And then he picks it up, looks at it, walks further down another alley street, sees another metal ball, picks it up. And then he looks down the alley one way, then looks down the alley another way. And then the camera pans back to where he initially looked at and bam, there you see it. The door Melage shows up and I'm like, OMG, the Wakanda Royal security has showed up and Bucky's like, yo, I was, I basically was, I was waiting for you to show up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like what is going on? What did you think about this whole scene? What are your thoughts now, man? Oh, no, I mean, it was definitely like the, the, I don't want to say the high point of that episode. I mean, you know, it's like the big reveal. It's like, oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, snap. And as soon as, like, when you saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, he didn't mention that. Because, you know, uh, when they were in the garage, when they was like, you don't break out the guy who, uh, you know, killed mm-hmm. uh, the king and this and that. Like, Wakanda, you know, the mm-hmm. king Wakanda. Like, he actually mentioned it early on in the episode. Yeah, he did. So, but on, you know, they brought it back. I was like, oh, snap. I mean, I was just <laughs> like, yo, I wonder how he's on, how they're going to maneuver around that. Because I don't think she's there to play. Like, she ain't going to be like, yeah, let's work together. We'll solve this case. Yeah, but, I mean, maybe they. I just want to see how they don't finagle her to, to to help, mm-hmm. and not that's sick. You know, yo, that I feel you. Like, how are they? How are they going to? Now that she showed up, like, what's going to happen now? Is are, is Sam and Bucky going to fight in the alley? I mean, Sam and Bucky. I'm sorry. Is this uh the uh, Dora Milaje and and Bucky going to fight in the alley? I seriously doubt it. But there's definitely going to be some harsh negotiation on like, yo, why are you helping or working with the guy that killed the Wakandan king? So I think definitely think there's going to be some like strong talk in this next episode because she looked like she is ready to kick some ass. Like she's like, I am not playing with you. You need to tell us what's going on, or I'm bringing the whole Wakanda people down here right now because they did set it yeah. up in the previous episode. They did not the previous episode. I'm sorry. They did set it up in the previous couple of scenes about that is, and and she clearly says, "I'm here for Zemo." So mm-hmm. she's there to clearly, clearly take this guy down. Will Bucky allow her 
to do it is 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 the question um so we we got a comment here it's, it's going to be really really interesting okay, on how this plays out with sam talking about king t'chaka the okay. doctor talking about how he streamlined the serum to be more subtle so you know not so big muscle muscly dude and mm-hmm, ao mm-hmm. the dormology at the end I have a funny feeling that Marvel is going to use a backdoor thing of showing that the actual original Super, Sur- Super Soldier Serum was actually mm-hmm. a derivative of the Wakandan root. That's my theory. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay. It, it's the way they've been developing this story, it looks like mm-hmm. this might be the way they might be going. So mm-hmm. I have a funny feeling that the original Super, Sur- Super Soldier Serum was actually a derivative of the Wakanda rule that the Black Panther mm-hmm. takes. What, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Conspiracy. Um, you know what? That's a good theory. I would not go against it at all because uh, there are moments in the comics where Captain America does meet up with uh, uh, Black Panther in Wakanda. So you never know if there was any government agents that went there for you know the vibranium or you just never know if uh claw had ever worked with the government over here to let them know about the vibranium and the the herbs and all that stuff in wakanda to come up with an idea to create the super soldier serum you never know and and that's why it's very interesting because unless you're in wakanda the black panther the the way that he gets his powers is way different than the super soldier serum is is derived so you're right they could have probably uh, used some of that information to extract uh that herb from wakanda to figure out how can we use this to create a super soldier serum that's that's a very interesting theory um it's also going to be very interesting now that they're showing how they create the super soldier serum are they going to go into the showing of how, you know, how much of Isaiah Bradley are they going to show now? You know, because clearly there's a, a, a huge story there with uh, the Isaiah Bradley with, uh, you know, Captain America being the I, the super soldier, but all of the tests that were done prior to um, them actually giving it to Captain America. How far were they actually going to that? But that's a that's a. That's a good theory. I mean, look, it's a working theory for me, man. Bruce, I, I like it. Ali, you had any thoughts on that? Yeah. Oh, no, I said, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little deep. That's all I, but, uh, that's all I got. <laughs> it's deep. <laughs> but no, I can see. I mean, you never know. Like, you know what I'm saying? You never know. You never we know, all got man. On, I mean. We, yeah, we all got Mark, on the tinfoil hats right now trying to figure this out. Exactly. Yeah, we, we got all our tinfoil hats trying to figure it out. And, and Marvel is really good, as I stated before, is they're not always going to go exactly like the comics, but they use the information from the comics. They pull bits and pieces to help drive the story. So you just never know. They could fill in that gap somewhere, and it, 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 it's very well, very well possible. Um, we got another yeah, comment plus here. that particular Dora Milaje, I think her name is Ao. She's the same one that had the most badass... Uh, scene in the Civil War when she saw Black Widow said, "Move or be moved." Move. So, are you yes. moved? <laughs> that is true is because right when Black Widow shows up at that scene in Civil War, uh, 
Ashley T'Challa has to step in and was like, we don't want any of that, <laughs> even though I know you could do it. He was like, because this would go bad really quick. Like if 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 uh, Black Widow even attempted to even do anything, yeah, she was going to put it on her. So, uh, yeah. Uh, do you remember that scene? I'm not sure you remember that scene, Ollie. No, I don't remember that scene. No. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm yeah. not gonna look it up later at all. I'm not gonna look it up later. <laughs> yeah. All scene. It's right when they when they capture, um, uh, oh, I'm, I'm just, T'Challa or Black Panther, and he's meeting up with all the other Avengers, and right there, th- because they're, they're they're the royal secure, they're the royal yeah. guardsmen, you know, uh, they're yeah. the royal security. They're protecting him, so he she got that stance. Like, look, I don't, I don't appreciate you rolling up on, you know, our our future king like that. So, uh, it's it's really cool, man. I mean, it, look, the Dora Milaje are amazing, and we saw that in Black Panther. So, um, it's going to be real interesting how this plays out. I'm going to know what is she going to do. What is she going to do hey, in that he, alley? He, think about it. The Black Panther, you know, T'Challa wasn't that overly big. I think, you know, Captain mm-hmm. America was actually bigger than him, but T'Challa was True. actually just as strong as Captain America. So yeah, who would have thought that the Germans, I would put it past the German scientists back in the day, in the 1930s, you know, remember he, he did, you know, he did originally go to Red Skull. They probably right. searched the world, discovered Wakanda, mm-hmm. somehow maybe got part, got, got the route and saw the benefits and was able to, the do the rest gold, but he kind of messed up. But then he kind of had to perfect it in his own way and made it to Steve Rogers for Captain America. Yo, I mean, look, I I'm all down for those theories. Bring it on, man. Bring it on. Show me that storyline because it sounds it's very doable, very doable. I mean, yes, because we all know that the the German or Hydra was using the uh, time stone. In order to power weapons, why wouldn't they use the herb from Wakanda to try to create their own super soldier serum? And clearly, the Red Skull, it, it went wrong. It went wrong with him because he, his face yeah. and got all up. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it went wrong with him. But they've always been trying to refine that serum, you know, to find the best way to do it. And, and, the, and the scientist makes it clearly known in this, in this uh, episode that I was the only one to really crack that code to extract this in a way that it could be taken where it's subtle, it's safe and effective. So they've been trying to do this for years and this, they finally cracked it. So it's going to be very interesting um, how this plays out for me. I'm going to just want to know how much of the door Milaje is going to get involved moving forward. How much are we going to, are we going to see Wakanda yeah. now? Are we going to get to Wakanda? Are we going to see a McDonald's on the corner in Wakanda? You know, are we? What are we going to see? Yeah. You know, are we going to see uh, Sherry or the other folks of of uh, Black Panther? I, I, that's what I'm excited about because that's so amazing. Because they're traveling the world. Are we going to go to Wakanda in the next series? Which would be really cool if we did. Um, yeah. God, that would be so. Because cool. I was when I was watching it, I was like, you know, definitely rest in peace, uh, Chad. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying Chad with, but I mean, mm-hmm. just with the. For like, I mean, with the budget and everything that Disney Plus is putting mm-hmm. in, so I mean, yeah, I think they don't have they don't have actual like the movie stars in this series. You know what I'm saying? This isn't just like a yeah. a made for TV series. So right. I mean, I bet you, like, if Chad was still alive, man, 
And no, no telling, because, oh, yeah. you know, he would have been the one to count. Like, it wouldn't have been her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you killed my daddy. Like, he would have been the one there. And it, it would have probably been setting up a whole, like, another movie and, and everything. You know what I mean? That's why I was like, ah, oh, we probably missed out on some shit. Oh, dude. Oh, my gosh, Ollie. I didn't even think of that. That would have been T'Challa. That would have been Chadwick Boseman instead of Dormelage sitting right there. Because he, he yeah. really had a vendetta against Baron Zemo. Because Baron Zemo killed his dad. So, yes, that would have set up a whole other series of events to come in the future. Oh, we missing out. Oh, man. Rest in peace, Chadwick, man. If he was still here, that would have been so good to see him turn in that alley. Oh, and it would have been Chadwick yeah. there. Like, Zemo. Oh, that would have been so good. That would have been so good. Oh, man. Yeah, Yo. Be, it would have been crazy. That would have been good. That would have been good. Um, We got we got another comment here. Man, another give comment. me a Dora Milaje series. Just give me, just give me that. I want all that. Give me all that smoke. Hell, <laughs> they can beat me up, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bruce, they they're bad, man. They are bad ass. It's no doubt about it. Um, I mean, we're getting the Wakanda series, so we already know that. Uh, um, um, oh my gosh, I forgot the director's name, but um, the director of the Black Panther has already signed oh, on Ryan Disney Plus. Ryan Coogler, yes. Um, and so yeah. a, a Wakanda is coming to Disney Plus. So we're going to see a lot of the Dormelage and that. So I'm I am ready and amped. And, and that's why I'm really excited about the Wakanda series as well, is because I think it's going to show that different side of Wakanda that we've never seen before, like on the streets, you know, going into people's houses, mm-hmm. going out of restaurants, you know, how how it is the everyday life in Wakanda. That's what I'm really excited about. The earth, the 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 part of Wakanda that we normally normally don't see because like we said man we they, we may have a mcdonald's on the corner you know it's, it's gonna be cool it's gonna be uh, cool no, man. A, Mc, uh, a mcdowell's a mcdowell's that's right we said a mcdowell's <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna have mcdowell's in the corner in wakanda which uh yeah. it was I, I think they had like the veggie burger and the they're going to call it the Condon Nuggets and the, the, oh man, that's a bad joke. But anyway. Yeah, no, I, I wish you though. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on, I was with you dying with that joke, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm not fine with that joke, yo. That was bad. That was bad. But anyway, uh, oh, you got anything else you want to say uh, about this series, Ollie, before we wrap this up? No, I'm not, I, like, it's definitely uh, been good so far. Like I said, even though for, I, I hate to mm-hmm. say it was like a down episode because I like the episode, mm-hmm. but you know, even mm-hmm. but that just lets me know how good it is because even the the slower yeah. episodes I'm, I'm still enjoying. So I mean, they mm-hmm. did Disney, mm-hmm. Disney Plus definitely stuck there, you know, put their mm-hmm. foot in this. Though they don't work. I feel the same way. You you right, man. I mean, this it, it, it's it's like watching a movie, except it's every week like a TV series. I mean, they putting the budget, the money, they putting a foot and a pinky toe in this series. I mean, I'm just all in. The fact that this episode is not as good as the rest, but it's still a really good episode shows me that how good this is. The way I look at this is like, look, Michael Jordan, everybody gonna say Michael Jordan, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Typically, Michael Jordan would drop 40 a night. But just because Michael Jordan dropped 25 that night, that's still a good game, you know, but yeah. it just wasn't as good as the 40 night games he had. So that's how good this series is. Like anybody, nobody's going to sneeze at Michael Jordan dropping a 25 point game. But when he was always dropping 40, it kind of looked like, OK, he had an off night. 
No, nah, that's really a good yeah. night. He just excelling at a high level all the time. So that's what I see. These first two episodes were just so freaking good. This episode was a transition episode. There's a lot of exposition, but it was still a really good, solid episode. So if if I had to rate this episode, because I gave the other ones a nine and then the other one eight and a half, I got to go with this one an eight. But not because it's a bad episode, but just for me, I would personally just give it an eight. What would you rate this episode if you had to rate it? Yeah, I think an eight is a good number. You know, that's like right on the spot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, some people, you may want to go like a seven and a half, but but that'll just be mm-hmm. comparing it with itself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you they set right. the bar so high that first episode, now it's like, they get, like you mm-hmm. said, they get, get, like the MJ, you get compared to yourself. You're not getting compared to other series. Like, all right, well, this right. is where y'all at. So you're comparing mm-hmm. it to that. So, so, but. Mm-hmm. Getting up, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's how I know right. if it's whacking out. I ain't pick up my phone. Like if I start picking up the phone and <laughs> like, oh yeah, let me let me check see what's going on in the world. Let me jump on Reddit real quick. That's a right. Then 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 it's going down. You know what I'm saying? So if the phone sees on the couch, you know it's a good right. episode. Uh, yo, that, I like that, man. That's true. You start picking your phone up during a show, that's when you know, okay, this this is not holding my interest. But that's true. I never pick my phone up when I'm watching this, man. That's that's what's up. We got one more comment, so we're going to um, – and, look, everybody, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to us. If you got some comments really quick, you know, definitely chime in. We'd love to hear what you guys uh, – your thoughts were on the episode. So we'll uh, start off with uh, one of the comments we have If there's a McDowell's and Wakanda, I'm going to die laughing. Have John <laughs> James Elmo's character from Coming to America there's a year. See how franchise – I'm the first one in Wakanda. Uh, not McDonald's, McDowell's. McDowell's. <laughs> no sesame seed that on the bun. That would be so good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. No sesame seed on the bun, bro. Yeah. That's a, he makes a little subtle difference. He's like, see, they got their buns with seeds, but our buns have no seeds. No seeds. <laughs> see, they're McDonald's. I'm McDowell's. Huh? They got the golden arches. Mine is the golden arcs. <laughs> now see, they got the Big Mac. I got the Big Mick. We both got two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, and onions. But they use a sesame seed bun. My buns have no seeds. He said they call themselves uh, the golden arches. We call ourselves the golden arcs. Golden arcs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man this is crazy yo it's crazy i got i got one i got one more question before we wrap it up yeah one more question y'all may not know yo Corey. Corey is uh a sharp dude like i'm a uh t-shirt sweats kind of guy Corey. Corey keeps the shot that's why he laughing like we go out yo Corey don't mean Corey don't have the slim fitted Pants on, no, no homo. Yeah, well, I don't know if we can say that anymore, but you know what I mean. But you know what I'm saying? Corey yeah. don't keep it right. He, you know how that European cut, like, he'll be Corey, will be looking sharp. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my brother. So, I gotta ask yo, the uh, the suit man, what uh, Falcon, he was like, Yo, I look like a pimp. If we have to do something about this, I'm the only one who looks like a pimp. 
Only an American would assume a fashion-forward black man looks like a pimp. They look exactly like the man you're supposed to be playing. A sophisticated, charming African rake named Conrad Mack, a.k.a. the Smiling Tiger. And then Zemo's like, yo, why is it when a black man dresses like fashion-forward, he's a pimp? <laughs> would you rock the suit, man? I just, just want to know, would you rock the suit? Because you, you might, I don't know about these things. Right, right. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Um, I looked at you know that's so funny. I when I saw the suit, I actually was looking at the suit like from a fashion perspective. Like, would I would I wear that? I did actually. I like the cut of the suit. I thought it was cut very well. Uh, <laughs> the pants were good. Uh, there were I like the shoes, but I don't know if I would have had the the striped colored. Uh, I don't know if I would have had that. I would have toned that down a little bit. But overall, get rid of the chain. Uh, I, I I probably would have rocked the suit, man. Especially going to that kind of place, man. I would because I would have won the peacock. That's the thing. When you go out, man, and you try to you try to stand out the crowd, you got a peacock, and that's what I would have did. I would have like the colors, you know. I would have rocked it, man. I would have rocked. I would have made that joint fly, just like just like he did, man. Just like All he right. did. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably would have had some colored socks to uh, match the suit. So when I put my feet up, they would have started it. I like oh his. His shoe game good and his sock game good. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to have a nice sock game. I feel you on that. Yeah. I can't even front yeah, that. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing, man. The socks got to be good with the shoes. You rocking some fly shoes. Don't be wearing them cotton socks, man. You know, put your, make your sock game right. You know, that's the trick, yo. Somebody got some old, <laughs> some, some Russells, some Russell white basketball socks. <laughs> With the fly shoes, nah, it ain't don't work, yo. Don't 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 rock, don't rock the white socks with the uh, hard bottoms, people. That's my advice. For, yeah, for the day. Dang on work. Tip of the Dang day. Work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and don't wear church socks with sandals. That's the next tip of the day. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got uh, one more comment here before we leave. Man, Ollie would have been imagine poor with some t-shirts and sweatpants with some Tims. Like, yo, what's up? Yeah, yeah. I, roll. I ain't mad at you, man. I'm, I'm a t-shirt and sweatpants too, bro. You know, might might have you know throw on some you know old school Converse or some stuff like that. I'll be right there with you, bro. <laughs> That's what's up, man. <laughs> and he said Tim's too. Yeah, man. I, yo, I rocked Tim's back in the. Day. I had me a couple of pair of them joints, man. I mean, I had a brown pair and a gold. No, I'm. I had a yeah, I had a brown pair and a gold pair. Did you you had some oh, yeah. Tims too, oh right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, you know everybody had Tims. You know Tims was like, yeah. uh, you know, show sure, I age. I remember uh, Boney <laughs> Tony talked about it one time. He's like, yo, everybody likes Tims, yo, because they're universal. Because back in the day, yo, you rock Tims with jeans. You can rock them with sweats. Yeah. When you work, you know, back in the day, everybody was working like at the call center. So you rock your Tims with your khakis. You wore your Tims to with work. With your khakis. <laughs> yeah, with your khakis. Yeah, but you can't get like <laughs> Tim's is like universal, yo. You can just wear them anywhere and everywhere, yo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's so true. I I would rock my Tim's with my khakis going to work, yo. They were the most universal shoe ever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so true. Oh, Yo, oh man, I'm weak, man. I'm starting to sweat again. I'm laughing so hard, man. <laughs> oh man. Okay, we got another comment. It's probably it's probably about the Tim, Joe. It's probably about the Tim, Joe. Oh, yeah. What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? What we I got going on here? 
black people made uh, Tim's uh, popular. Just think about how how, how crazy that is. Tim's were yeah. in like Sears, Roebuck, and maybe some Mountain mm. stores, stores. We made that stuff, made those shoes popular. Nah, it That's is crazy, true. yo. I mean, yeah. Who would have ever thought, mm-hmm. yo? If you just be like, yo, man, rock these construction boots. Like what? Like no construction, <laughs> yeah. construction boots. I, like that's literally where yeah. it's, you used to sit, like on the bus. It's like construction yeah. boots. Yes, yo, <laughs> yo. Who would have ever thought, man? And the thing about the Tims is, you would spend like almost a hundred dollars, but the sole wouldn't last long, yo. The sole would start leaning yeah. and and get all worn out quite fast. I'd be oh, like, yeah, that's how you... yo, my Tims is leaning. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> how you knew how old somebody's Tims was. That sole started going, that joint be leaning to the side. You be like, ah, bro, it's time for. The... Bro, you got a yeah, rock for a <laughs> I remember motherfuckers had the joints you could tap at the bottom of it to try to prevent it from leaning. <laughs> you ever seen that shit? <laughs> yeah, I seen them joints. They put some tacks and things at the bottom of the tunes to prevent them from wearing yeah. out so bad. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's when you knew you the tunes was, was done, though. Go ahead. And I know, we're just all <laughs> off topic, but uh, and then, another random thing is like, and then cats would judge you by Tim's like, uh, it's like so crazy. Like I said, this is a construction brutes. But if you had a Tim's with the uh, single sole, like the single sole Ooh. and double sole, like you rock those single mm-hmm. sole joints, you cast a joke the hell out your ass. Like, yo, you got some yeah. single sole. Like, I'm like, damn, man, these some damn boots just supposed to be doing working. Can't have those, can't have those single, the, the, you know what I'm saying? You had that single sole, bro. You was done. Yeah, you was done, yo. And you knew when somebody was rocking like a fake pair of Tibbs, too. You know, like you knew oh, they yeah. was rocking them limbs, whatever them jokers were. You were like, okay, <laughs> they they the look alike Tibbs, but they, they weren't real Tibbs. You knew when somebody was rocking no real Tibbs because Tibbs had like yeah. the logo on the side to let you know it was real, real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, man. Don't let, don't let somebody come out of the house with some lugs. That's it. Motherfucking rock some lugs. <laughs> I'm like, man, get your ass out of here. No, you can't get in the car with me, man. You can't go to the club with me. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get joked on, yo. You're messing up my style now. You're going to be looking at me. <laughs> I know. Uh, but then, those went ballistic, yo. They came in black, brown, gold. They even started making different tims and different colors, like blue and purple and stuff. It was, it was going yeah, bananas. Oh, yeah, I had some black chuckers too. Those like some of my favorite joints, like the kind of low, you know, like the chuckers, the kind of low joints. I had the black pair. Yeah. I used to rock them joints for everything. Yo, I had a black. Those I like had some the, black too. Yeah, those are like the uh, black Air Force Ones mm-hmm. of Tim's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody had a pair of them you know, joints. It was like the black yeah. Air Force Ones of Tim's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you ain't had some Air Force Ones, you had some Tim's. It was either one of the two. I mean, you had to rock either one of them. I mean. It's, Yo, Air Force Ones, uh, that's a whole nother. Yo, we, we probably should do a podcast on that one day. Yo, Tim's versus Air Force Ones. That's it right there, yo. Let's see what everybody yeah. say, what they what's going on. Yeah, we we stating our age a little bit, but Air Force One's still hot right now, though. So, you know, people still rock them joints. Some, that's probably one of the oh, yeah. longest running next to the Reebok Classic, the damn Air Force One. Yo, for real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they definitely don't. The worst thing about the Reebok Classics, though, is them joints would form to your feet so fast. I mean, them joints would they be they fresh out the box, though. But you put some Reebok Classics on, you wouldn't wear them jokers for a week before your toes be starting to show through the Reebok Classics. You'd be like, damn, man. <laughs> they, done conform, they done conform to my feet already. 
you know, but oh man, the good old days, man, the good old days. We got uh, oh yeah, we got <laughs> we got uh, another comment here. We do we don't went off tangent at the end of the episode. We are gonna close it out, everybody. Just give me one more second, yeah. yo. We we got yeah. comment here. Well, my mofo's out here rocking Tim's and then driving Cherokee Jeeps back in the nineties. Man, Tim's and Cherokee Jeeps went together back in the day. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, that was in like every video, like every every video in the nineties. Everybody was pulling up in the Cherokee Jeep with the with the, with the Tim's and the uh the do rag. And no, 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 the um. The handkerchief pulled on the head. You had to have that, man. This is a oh, handkerchief. Man. This, what the heck? Yeah, not, not, it was like a do rag. People put like a the bandana. I said, I said, oh, the, the bandana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the <Cosmo>. bandana. <laughs> oh yeah, Cos was rocking that bandana for a second. Pot had everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was rocking that bandana myself, yo. I had a bandana on, some pills, and a and a and a, and a leather jacket. As long as I had that, yo, I was set. Oh yeah, fresh leather. <laughs> Can't yeah, tell me yo. shit. Everybody had the leather jacket back in the day, yo. Who didn't go to Sea Dream Leather in a uh, military? <laughs> I, I used to my refresh. Get a leather jacket in college. Bro. I, I use almost my whole refund check to get a leather jacket. I needed that leather jacket, man. I bought two things. I bought a leather jacket and a gold chain at set for the whole week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. We, <laughs> we got another. Right, we, uh, anything else you want to say? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, we do this comment, then we, we roll out, man. <laughs> I gotta get ready to go. I, gotta... <laughs> I know, my bad, man, my bad. Let's oh, see. No, Let we get to try to get to the All right, let's All see. you youngsters, just watch the Liz one in the minion, and you'll see what we talked about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man, well, look, everybody, that'll do it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you so much for our uh, show uh, episode three, spoiler talk of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier on Disney+. Plus. Thank you for listening to the Shooting the Itch podcast. Go ahead, hit that clap button, like and share. Don't forget to follow us on the Stereo app. I'm Corey Roy. You can find me on Instagram at Corey Roy underscore. Ollie, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram as well, uh, Ollywood DA. All right. And, and, man, and, look, and like Corey said, oh, oh my bad. I just want to go say ahead, bro. Thanks go for ahead, everybody go ahead. Uh, listening in. You know, dropping comments. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all, y'all keep the show live, yo. Uh, and all these, like everything from the comments, you know, the jokes, the questions, yeah. the theories, theories. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all have us thinking up here, like, oh snap! So yeah, definitely keep it yeah. coming. Yeah, man. You said it, Ali. Look, you guys are, are like the, the third host of the show. So we really, really appreciate everybody chiming in with the comments, the questions and theories. Y'all keep the show live, man. We can't do this without you. So, uh, man, that's awesome, man. And, and that's it, family. Uh, everyone be safe. And we will see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.